Well, it's Eclipse Week. We get to start it off on Friday. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Glad you're here. Hope you had a marvelous weekend. Let's kind of set this week up because we do have quite a few things. And I think we've got a few holes where we can get to your questions as well. Let's circle back on today's aspects, kind of do the 10,000-foot look at the week, and then we'll circle back, okay? Today, the sun is square Jupiter, and that's the one why I want to come back because that's worth talking about. Then, especially in light of the eclipse on Friday, then tomorrow, the sun sextiles Pluto. So we've got a couple of things going on with the sun, which, of course, represents you and me and our collective. Well, it represents you and the collective. Let's do it that way. (laughs) It represents all of us individually, right? Wednesday, we have Mars opposite Uranus. See, Uranus is in Taurus. Mars is in Scorpio. And they're pulling on each other. So that will be an interesting energy to observe. And that's building. So we're in it kind of as it's waxing right now. We are in it. It's applying. Another one interesting on Thursday, Neptune is involved in this. It trines Mercury on Thursday. Then it's action day because the day actually starts with Venus trining Neptune. Are you ready for an interesting eclipse? (laughs) We'll see with that trine with Uranus and then Actually, that square with Jupiter and the sun is still in play on Friday. And here we go. Friday's details. The full moon hits at 3.57. Let's call it 4 a.m. I'm just going to broad round here. 4 a.m. is when the full moon hits on Friday morning. That's Eastern time. There's a cool little app that I keep on my phone uh, just called Eclipses. That's It's just very simple. I don't know who makes it, but it's called Eclipses. Now, I've got the iPhone And I would imagine this is probably both on iPhone and Android. And it gives you a lot of pertinent information, including a map of where you can see it, countdown to when it occurs and all of that. So if you'd like to try to find that app, just simply Eclipses in in your favorite app store. So let's take a couple of minutes and talk about the Eclipse. Then we'll take a couple of minutes and talk about the Jupiter Square. And then we will let you alone to have your Monday. Those of you who have been with me for a while know that I just I kind of don't get so excited about eclipses from the standpoint of anything happening right there in the moment. I do think there's energy, and I'll tell you where it shows up. It is kind of the foundational issue, the foundational tenant of financial astrology. And where you get this, I've had some of you ask, where do you get financial information? There's a website called Profit with the Planets. It's run by a lady by the name of Kate. She has two ebooks there on the site that you can buy, and that's a great starting place. That's number one. The second, the doctor of financial astrology, is Ray Merriman. This guy's been doing it since the 70s. I remember him back in when I was in high school reading about Ray Merriman. His website is MMA Cycles, as in Merriman Market Analysis. And he has a free newsletter that you can sign up for on his website. comes out on Friday evenings generally, and it sets up the week ahead. And that is a really good, again, way to expose yourself to some very well-written and astute astrological interpretations. In fact, it's one of those things that's so good that is worth kind of, if you want to learn the vernacular of astrology, it's quick, it's easy, it's weekly. You don't get inundated with emails and boom, there you go. You've got the weekly analysis. You can even just go to the website. You don't have to subscribe. It's on his website and you just click through to it. 
But for financial astrologers, the eclipses are a big deal. So I'm not going to question the study that these people have done to correlate significant moves in typically individual stocks. These are companies. When the eclipse hits a company's particular alignment of other planets, I won't go into all the details, but when it hits other planet alignments in a company, it will move ahead of and after that eclipse. So that has been more than resoundingly documented to argue with it. It's there. And I think a lot of people would say that eclipses affect them differently. I personally have just not had that much experience with it. So I observe it. And what we're observing here is we have the sun opposite the moon. And the big thing is we have Jupiter square to that, which is a beautiful transition into today because that square is exact at 3.58 p.m. today. So let's talk about today's square, today's exact square, because it sets the stage for what's going to happen on Friday. And Jupiter, at the exact point, at 2.58 p.m., is in Aquarius and will be in the 11th house, which affects broadly large groups of people. And it is squaring the sun in Scorpio in the 8th house, which actually is, you know, we could say the, the mild, more tame way of saying is uh, death and rebirth, transformation, right? But let's, let's hit the hard, cold facts. We are talking about the eighth house, which is ruled by Scorpio, which in a whole sign chart at the time of this square is in the eighth house that, that is ruled by Scorpio. And Mars, which is the ancient ruler of Scorpio, is in there, which has a death symbolism as well. So we are talking about definitely an unavoidable symbolic death symbol around this square today. Now, the other little piece of this is Mars is moving into an exact opposition with Uranus. That's going to happen on Wednesday. And remember, Uranus is in Taurus, and that's all about the money system. So how many of you have been watching things around the economies around the world? So it's not that I would expect anything big today. Again, these things come and go. They are fast moving. However, since we're talking about finances related to eclipses, and since Jupiter squaring the sun has this temperance of excessiveness to it, this reigning in excessiveness. That's the big thing. What do you say about Jupiter squaring the sun? Just pure, simple cookbook uh, interpretation of that would be watch out for excessiveness. Well, a lot of us have been living financial excessiveness and maybe this eighth house symbolism, which also is other people's money, could have some kind of a domino trip effect that we might be watching unfold over time probably months, if not even years, that might be in its very Genesis seed stages right here, this aspect today, followed by Friday's eclipse. So, you know, during the last two years, we've heard a term called the Great Reset. It actually is a plan and a program that's in place. I'll let you do your own research on that. But, you know, in the context of what this chart is saying is there could be the context of a great reset related to the money. And we've been reading about that in various different ways. And like I said, it's not, I think, something that's going to happen this week by any context, but it could be 
that things start to move more in that direction or it could spawn something. There's just there's an energy here that is definitely worth noting and we'll just watch and see how it plays out. Wow, how's that for somebody that doesn't think eclipses are that much of a big deal? (laughs) Well, that's the theme of the week. What else can I say? You got to read them as they are, man. I mean, you can't sit there and look at Scorpio in the eighth house and say, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. (laughs) But it is if you choose it to be. So make a wonderful day out of it. And what we can do is we can talk about all kinds of things. See, Scorpio is deep, right? Deep pockets, other people's money coming right to you in excessive Jupiter fashion. Oh, yeah. 